Well, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Watch Shutter. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. It's always Michelle. We had a great time at Time Bomb Pro Wrestling last night. Uh, literally last night as we record this and as you will be listening to it because it's just dropping later today. That's uh, how time did you works. Have fun? Yeah, that is how time works. Did you have fun at the Time Bomb Show, Michelle? I guess. Yeah, I did. There was so much blood during the barbed wire stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Matt Tremont does not fuck around. Also, we uh, met Matt Tremont's dog. His name is Sullivan, and I follow him on Instagram now. Yeah, it's uh, SullyH2O on Instagram. Sullivan H2O. I'm sorry? Sullivan H2O. Oh, it's Sullivan H2O. That's yep. probably why I was having trouble finding it. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Sully also has a Twitter uh, under that yeah. same set of credentials. I don't know what he thinks to tweet. He's a dog. I don't know, but uh, uh, also Matt Tremont has has Twitter, he, and he's a deathmatch pro wrestler, and he's fucking great if you're into deathmatch stuff. Um, nah, I, guess I just want to follow his dog. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, uh, it was a good time. It, look, guys, I I just want to take a. If you're a listener in the Fargo Moorhead area, in the Twin Cities, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, keep your eyes peeled for Time Bomb Pro Wrestling. I know they've got another no uh, uh no ring uh no rules uh bar show coming up in the Twin Cities in December. They're going to be back here in Fargo in December. Uh, I'm not sure when they're going to be in Winnipeg again, but Winnipeg's not far from Fargo. Uh, if you're into current modern indie pro wrestling, you want to be keeping an eye on this. This is the best pro wrestling uh, uh, indie promotion that I've seen in North Dakota in my entire life. Uh, so now that I got that out of the way, welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still just riding a high from that show last night. It was so cool. Uh, Michelle, tell these people why we're here. Dude, why are any of us here? <laughs> that was a pretty loaded question. I should have been much more specific. I, I'm having a really bad day. Terrible, terrible time to ask me that question. Friday we the are 13th, here. Michelle, in, in October, no less. What were you expecting? It never it never hits me. I never have the bad luck. Today, I have the bad luck. Um, But we are here to talk about Shudder because we watch it and they dropped a new movie, a Shudder original, in fact, called The Puppet Man. And so the we watched man. it. The The Puppet Man. Oh, that would be a different movie. The Puppet Man. The Puppet Man. It's right I up there like with Perpetrator. Oh, I don't like The Puppet Man. That sounds really gross. Lots of squelching in that one. Not much squelching in this <laughs> one. Uh, okay. We should talk about the movie. If it's your first time tuning in, I'm usually peppier. Um, Sorry. So sorry for who yeah. I am as a it was human a long being. Night. It, it was a very long night and a very long day and an even longer night. But Jason Horkies <laughs> will be making your premiere tonight at the Burlesque Show. And I'm excited. Uh, this, uh, is, when is this show, Michelle? Uh, it's ValleyCon and starts at 10 p.m. So by the time oh. that they hear this episode, well. they'll have missed it, but they can come to Warriors and Wenches Saturday, I, October 14th. Uh... Okay, so the, where's Warriors and Wenches? Also at ValleyCon. Oh, well, I mean, I, I love you, dear, but I and I support you in all of your efforts, but I'm not <laughs> going to buy a ValleyCon pass just come watch Jason Voorhees. No, Marquis, that's fair. So. That, Jason Voorhees <laughs> is going to be... It's okay, there will be pictures. I'm broke, but damn it, I'm broke. It's fine. Jason Voorhees <laughs> will be seen again. It's just, it's October 13th and Friday the 13th, and I had to do just, yeah, Jason Voorhees. Just routine. to be... 
just to be clear, guys, I don't know if we've ever talked about it in detail here on the show. Michelle occasionally uh, does burlesque performances, and mm-hmm. tonight she's clearly... You heard Jason, Jason Horhees. <laughs> if you don't understand immediately what that whole act is going to be, well... <laughs> oh, you're missing um, out. There will be pictures, that's I promise. Dope. That's, that's um, dope. So, anyway, we're talking yeah. about the pupit man today. The pupit uh, man. <laughs> the pupit uh, man. It sounds so much like pupa, and I hate the word pupa. I know, pupa. and I hate it. Can I just keep envisioning metapod. Cocoon man, now we're just, very far away. Can we just not say pupa ever? Well, well you're the one who it. keeps... You're, yeah, you're doing. Stop doing it. Um, okay. I'm we very self-destructive. <laughs> are going to do a spoiler-free section, and then that will include our ratings, and then we will do a spoiler section, and we will talk about the Pupit Man. The we Pupit did... Man. Oh, we have to write, read the description first, but we did decide that both Shutter and IMDb give away way too much in the description. Way too much, and it's uh, their novel length. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I am going to make up a description right now. And my description is that there is someone out there who can control people and kill them as though they are a puppet. They are completely bent to his will. Puppet man. That's my description. Yeah. People be killing people, but they be saying, uh, we didn't do it. Something made me do it. And there you go. Yeah. The people. Okay. Man. Ratings. JD, give me your ratings. Rating. My rating? Mm-hmm. My rating, Michelle, this movie is fucking dope. Five Skulls. This is a fun time. I, I started out uh, at the beginning, I'd say for the first uh, first half of it or so, I wasn't disliking it, uh, but I wasn't like like blown away by any means. Uh, I was I was already, you know, seeing myself in like that four skull range, you know, depending on how the rest of it played out, might have dropped down to like a three and a half. Because, you know, me and narrative, I got to have the, the, the finish has got to work for me. If the finish doesn't work, it, it can ruin the whole thing. And then with about a half hour left, this movie just put the pedal to the floor and it was fucking rad. I found myself yelling at my TV screen multiple times with just thrilling excitement. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I this is a this is not like like tense like edge of your seat like oh I need to turn away from the screen horror uh and we'll talk about uh, in more detail what I mean when we get into the spoilers section but no as an experience for me first time watching this this was a fucking blast five skulls okay um my I am this I'm could shocked. Be interesting I am shocked uh okay the kills were really cool there was movie in between it, and that was unfortunate. There was a 20-minute period that would get five skulls, but there was too much of everything else. I Ooh. am dreading this discussion. It's a 1.5 out of 5 for me. What? Oh, Michelle, is this the biggest divide we've ever had on a movie in this show's history? Probably, and here's the terrible thing that I know is about to happen. You watch something and you remember every single thing (laughs) with great detail. I take notes in order to debate you on these moments. I checked out so much in this movie that I barely have notes because I just didn't care. And I was originally going to do in my review a whole thing about how writer, director, uh, what was his name? Brandon. Brandon Christensen. Brandon Christensen, how they have done other things that I have enjoyed um, and that this one was unfortunate. Yep. And just in case, like, 
you know, if somebody tunes in, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I was going to do a whole like, well, here's the positive. But if you love it that much, I'm just going to be honest. It wasn't for me. 1.5 out of 5. No, that's okay. cool. These things happen. This is going to be a yeah. fun time when we get oh, into, the, no. into the diggy here. I didn't write enough uh, notes so, for this. <laughs> now, yeah, guys, if you wanna if you wanna go check out uh, what is uh, so divisive about uh, yeah. the Puppet Man, uh, it's on Shutter right now. It's a, it's a quick ninety seven minutes, uh, about ninety three without the credits. Definitely watch about the credits. Show some of fucking... really good movie. Oh, Michelle! <laughs> I just had to say it to be Ooh. snarky. I'm no, sorry. No, that's fair. That's fair. I'm sorry. That's fair. We got to build up that drama. I know. Go watch the movie, guys. I mean, you one way or the other, your once. reaction is... There is, is stuff yeah. to see. I, I yeah. think everybody it's, should oh, see it at least once. There is stuff to see. That's for yes. goddamn sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it, look, they if they wanted to watch it, they, we don't have to do the hit the pause button thing. They know what's They know up. how to this pause. This is the spoiler section. Okay. Michelle, you... Uh, Wait, breakdown this of the is movie? Where the, yeah, this is where the big yeah. plot summary comes in. Tear it apart. Okay. So the Puppet Man is about a lady named Michael, and both I think of I meant females... to say break it. I'm sorry, <laughs> this is what I do all the time. I think I meant to say break it down, and then I said tear it apart, and I realized that sounded like I wanted you to just be incredibly critical, and we're just oh, summarizing the plot. Just you wait. And I don't know why that thought just did, demanded to come out, but that's who I am. Okay. Well, go. I'm going to restart. So there's a lady named Michael, and Michael is apparently only friends with other ladies who have traditional men, men's name, a.k.a. Joe and Charlie. And that's like a pretty cool group of friends to have. Uh, so Michael, when she was young, she watched her father kill her mother, and he was called the puppet man because he always claimed that somebody was controlling him and that he uh, was not doing it. And then uh, now he's going to get the lethal injection. Michael's sad about it, and Charlotte says she's not going to tell anybody about it, but oh, shit. They're young people and they're dicks, so she does tell people about it. And she also tells them that Michael's sleepwalking and then Michael gets mad and all of a sudden Charlie's dead. And that seems like a weird coincidence. And then they go to a psychic who Charlie had happened to see. And the psychic is like, oh, my God, that's a dark thing. I don't like that. And then they leave. And then, like a bunch of other people die and then they go back to the psychic and they try to get some info and the psychic's like uh, the things in Michael and if the puppet man knows what Michael knows and what Michael knows is what the puppet man knows and we have to lie to it and then she just tells them like oh it was all a clever ruse I came up with this entire thing you can go home and expects Michael to believe that because she thinks that they're fucking idiots, but maybe they are fucking idiots because just a little bit later, the one guy uh, who Michael is into starts killing himself because Michael has made him tell the truth and telling the truth will always be your demise. And then she goes to a police station. She's like, you have to kill me. And the cop's like, I'm not going to do that for once. And then he's like, oh, man, now I'm killing myself instead. And then a bunch of other cops come in and then they're like, you killed a cop. We are exercising restraint for some reason. And then they kill each other. And then a detective comes in and he tranquilizes her instead of killing her because, you know, white woman got to exercise some restraint. Sorry, this has become very anti-cop. I'm normally not like this. I'm feeling feisty. 
But you know who else is feeling feisty? The puppet man inside of Michael. Because this detective has the great idea to go back to the psychic for some bizarre reason. And then the psychic's like, I'll take care of it. And then she brings Michael to the father who's about to be killed. And then the father's like, I wasn't worthy to have the puppet man inside of me. And Michael's like, I don't want him. You can have him. And then she tells him that he's got the puppet man now. And then the puppet man's about to die. But nope, the puppet man's still in Michael. And her dad is dead. Happy ending. The end. I really did not mean to become so anti-cop, but I found all of that so absurd. Where I'm like, oh, there's a lot of dead cops and you tranquilize her. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely how that would be handled. Nobody's watching the security cameras. No one's there just happens to be the detective who's already working on her case who comes in and instead of reaching for his gun, he's like, well, I'm lucky that I carry this tranquilizer around with me. Usually I leave it at home, but today I had it because I was afraid there would be a velociraptor attack. Luckily, I just happened to have it out because I thought, oh, shit, the raptors, they've made it in the building because they figured out how to use doorknobs. But nope, it's just Michael, this lady who I already think is a, a suspected killer of all of her friends and she's surrounded by dead cops but I'm going to tranquilize her and I happen to have the number of the neighborhood psychic and we are going to go see the psychic because she's going to know what's up I don't think that Michael killed all nine of the people she's encountered so far (laughs) I mean when you put it that way (laughs) yeah I have okay I think I don't want to be mean to people. This frustrated me. This frustrated me so much. I think the things that you and I like about it are probably the same, but the story upset me. So if you would like to praise it for a while, I found it so convoluted and upsetting. Well, uh, I, I do want to point out that uh, there, I think there are some details that won't change your, your opinion strongly. Uh, but some details that you may have missed, uh, because I, I've done, had that same issue where a movie just wasn't connecting for me, and so you're having trouble focusing, and you're kind of tuning out, and maybe you're, you miss a detail here or there. That's definitely happened before. Uh, in the initial interrogation with the uh, the Michael Pare detective, also shout out for them getting Michael Pare. That was a good get for this movie. Um, uh Right at the end of that sequence, like there's a clear moment where the detective is now under the influence of the command from uh, the Dolos uh, entity inside Michael, uh, and uh, a- and so maybe there's a level of suspicion there. Again, I-, I you're not wrong in reality. If you if a cop walked into a room with a bunch of dead cops and somebody just standing there, that person is going to be dead. Like <laughs> you're not wrong. I did not miss any of that. It actually okay. makes me think he would be more likely to kill her if he's like, this That's bitch fair. can control my body. That's I fair. don't think I checked out very much as far as like catching things happen. I just went, really? No, I just I, I was really kind of curious about where uh, uh, the story. I, I, I don't know for sure why uh, I, I was caught up. I thought. Uh, the performances from all of these uh, uh, these folks, uh, the, 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 uh, Michael and Charlie and Joe, and the one guy was David, and I don't remember. 
uh, the other, other fellow's name, the weightlifter All the actors guy. are great. Zero right, yeah, about solid the performances. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I was, I was curious, and I was caught up in some of the moments. I thought. Uh, there were some really amazing set pieces here. First of all, uh, I thought the opening murder was fucking great because it's like a two. It's not like a seven, eight minute scene, right? It's like a two minute scene, and they just get right the fuck to it. And this lady is dead, and then there's a girl locked in a box, and what the fuck is going on, right? And then they end up on top of the building, and what I love so much about Charlie's death is she walked backwards off the fucking I know. roof. I don't know Every why. Every cool that... is great. Fuck. Every single oh, kill my... is great in this God, movie. I was like, yeah, the, the effects, those moments are awesome. Uh, and I feel, uh, uh, at least for me, in my experience, awesome to a degree that, yeah, the story is preposterous, uh, but I didn't care. I didn't care okay. at all. Uh, I was I, I did enjoy uh, the the kind of mythology. There's like this is a movie that I think wears its influences on its sleeve, right? Like there's a there's a little bit of it follows here, uh, and there's a little bit of uh, of hereditary here. There's also frankly a little bit of various James Wan uh, stuff going on here. Uh, this is a, a movie that's not trying to reinvent the wheel in any way. It's just trying to uh, to to I you know and again you're you're not wrong the story definitely has some preposterous uh stuff going on that's my new favorite word preposterous i'm going to say Apparently. it a bunch of times in the, the preposterous pupit man uh it uh but this uh uh i just i i enjoyed the spirit uh and the energy of this uh i was just curious enough that it kept my attention through the whole thing there was a moment uh, when they're sitting in the, the psychic's room for the first time and she's doing the, uh, the remote writing or whatever they call it, uh, spirit writing, uh, and the second thing she writes is, I am Michael, and I got this cringy feeling that this was going to be kind of like a, uh, you know, like a malignant, malignant. kind of thing where not, we like, she's got her... We won't get into too her... much. We don't want to spoil right, malignant. Right, right, not Not exactly that, but uh, kind of a... You know, is there is that sort of what's happening here? And thankfully, that wasn't it. This was, you know, no, this was this was straight demon stuff. You know, uh, her her parents were were trying to uh, to to get some bad guys and uh, into her, and then uh, they got the bad guy into her, and they were surprised when the bad guy was bad. Uh, so you know, uh, I thought uh, uh, the the whole point, like like they get to that moment. Uh, first of all, uh, where the psychic tells the detective, yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, we successfully put this demon entity thing from somebody into a comatose person who just never regained consciousness and then died. And, uh, did you get that comatose person's permission to do that? Where's the consent? And, and I was like, wait, are they gonna, is that what they're planning to do here again? And I... Uh, you know, maybe you saw it coming. I don't know. I didn't catch or, or register that the whole plan was they were going to try and put the demon into her dad right before he was executed until that car turned the corner and there was the prison. And I was like, oh, shit, that's it, it's again, it's not reinventing the wheel. It's not, you know, super deep or anything. But this is just I thought from a structural standpoint in that way. Uh, really good storytelling. Yes, I thought on that the was a very dumb 
dumb story point. I liked it. I I thought it was. Uh, I I was really into that. I was like, it's okay, too risky. So it, it's, it's so gonna be risky. The... Oh. Well, sure it is. But what else, what are they gonna do? Find you a know, coma patient. <laughs> it worked last oh. time. Right, and just you know violate somebody's rights to autonomy and and put a demon into them without their permission. Just it happened on the to off, her. Just just pass on it the off. off ch- oh yeah, see that's disgusting, Michelle. And I can't yeah, believe I, I know you as a human you, being. <laughs> you know what? It's different when there's demons involved. Paranormal activity. I didn't Is ask it? for this demon. I'm gonna give it. It's regifting. You don't it's violate someone's autonomy. You are gonna just regifting. Demon possession. You got That's so many hilarious. towels. You don't need this many towels, but you can't return them. She doesn't have a receipt for the demon. You got to give it to somebody. I think you are allowed to regift a demon to anybody. <laughs> regifting the demon. It's not That's violating be... their autonomy. It's giving them a gift they don't want. Oh, that you just coined a phrase for a for a, a whole like subgenre of horror movies. It's regifting the demon. Regifting oh, the demon. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> oh my god. And so yeah, I I can't disagree with you. Yeah, if we if we sit down uh, and examine this on a detail level, there's a lot of stuff that isn't going to hold up to real deep scrutiny. Uh, and so I think the the uh, what we're learning here is the success or failure of this movie is. Uh, you know, is is the story interesting to you? Uh, does does the story connect with you? The story didn't connect with Michelle. The story connected with me, and I was along for the ride. And so those little details don't matter. And I've been in that position before, where because the movie is not connecting with me, I'm just start looking for all the different ways in which this movie is just completely ridiculous. Uh, so I know entirely where you're coming from, but no, I had. So much fun with this movie. I loved it, and I'm definitely going to recommend it to other people. Well, a couple things. First off, I am glad that you did give it five skulls because I think this is one that everybody should watch once just for the kills. Oh, my God. God, yes. The kills are so good. What was your Um, favorite one? The burning alive lady. Yeah, <laughs> that happens simultaneously with the guy whose arms are up, and you hear the bone cracking, and his uh, uh his blood vessels pop, and his tooth pops out from him clenching so hard, and then his wrists break, and all of a sudden he has two halves of a face. He no longer has oh, one face; he has yeah, two halves. What what I loved about that is there was that one shot from above where his head is down at the bottom of the screen mm-hmm. and his throat is throbbing so much from the strain he's being forced through that I thought when he dropped it, it was going to crush his throat. And so mm. when it smashed through his fucking mouth and ripped his jaws in half, holy shit, what the fuck, man? And they're like you said, they're doing that alternating back and forth with uh, not just this lady uh, having her face lit on fire, uh, but incredible uh, fire effects, right? There's one real close-up shot where you can clearly tell this is a person in some sort of protective mask and it's but you're but I don't care because that's don't when care. you realize no. this is really a person with their face on fire 
to make this movie, you know, under incredibly strict safety protocols. But holy shit, I, I don't know. Maybe their face wasn't on fire. I got the impression this was a person doing some kind of controlled burn with their face on fire. Maybe the eyes themselves were CG, but I thought this was, uh, it was fucking intense. Like I said, from a, from a what the fuck standpoint, when, uh, when Charlie walks backwards off the roof, mm-hmm. I was like, God damn it, the opening murder, this is, yeah, mm-hmm. this is A plus horror show when it gets down to the killing. So, outside of the opening and Charlie walking backwards, because I also love those two moments. And I did, I wasn't checked out initially. Um, it was kind of like after Charlie died, it felt like so much of the story was only there to be part of Charlie's story. It, like it, these weren't people behaving normally. This wasn't just like people grieving. It was this thing has to happen so that this thing can happen later in the movie. This thing has to happen. So it explains this part. Everything had to just be like, in there to cram in a lot of things very quickly and it felt unnatural and rushed and that's where I started going like oh god this is so convoluted like uh uh Charlie's mother shows up uh when both of them happen to be there and then she gets a phone call and it happens to be the psychic who happens to know that uh the mother is with Michael right at that moment um and I was like how would she know that psychic but still that's stupid um so like it was those kinds of things of like this is all so coincidental and it seems ridiculous so that's where I started going like oh I don't know about this and then at 45 minutes that's when things pick back up again and there's some really cool deaths um including we haven't even talked about the pseudo boyfriend who bashes his face in because the demon uh entity puppet man figures out that he knows things that she does and the way she switches between uh being herself and begging and then goes no and then like kills him like all that stuff so cool every single thing involving the actual puppetry zero complaints worth watching just for that but the story if they had simplified it even if they had made it like a little boring for the sake of simplification that would have been an improvement for me everything was very convoluted and so ridiculous that I started picking up the details too much and I I couldn't look past it and it was so disappointing I thought the 45 minute mark it was going to turn around but then it went back to like I don't care about this story. Like the detective and psychic suddenly know each other. Like there were so many things I was like, can't do this. There are sections of this that would be five skulls easily as a whole. I was so frustrated that it overrode that. No, that's totally fair. Uh, uh, I can definitely, like I said, I've been in that position before. I know where you're Mm -hmm. coming from. Uh, But uh, uh, I like that, uh, that dichotomy. This seems like uh, uh, I would love to hear from from people listening. You know, if like what I what I don't expect is to hear anybody who's middle of the road on this. Uh, interestingly enough, I, I think this is going to be one that people either uh, are on one end of the spectrum or or the other. Uh, you know but, what uh, I really don't expect? Somebody to say, "I didn't care for the kills, but that story was great." <laughs> yeah, I will be amazed. <laughs> no, and uh, these and like kills I said, are uh, great. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I there was a moment there when you were were talking about the the plot, uh, where you were like, 
uh, and then this happened so that this could happen, and this happened so that mm-hmm. this could happen, and I, I, I almost was going to be like, yeah, Michelle, we call that a plot. <laughs> you know, and that's why I don't know how to sum it up. I think no, I know, know exactly what, what you're saying. Say, like, uh, everything everything uh, is very convenient. Um, exactly. It's, it's coincidental uh, yeah. more than it is just a plot that they uncover things. It's just constant coincidences. And sure. everything happens by coincidence and spurns more coincidences. And it just becomes so unbelievable. Um, I think simplification honestly would have been a better way. It's, oh, uh... Also, here's something that really, really, really frustrated me. So, um, like, this is one of those things that they could have made a small tweak and it would have been so much better for me. So, after Charlie dies, that's where I started being like, I don't know how I feel about this. And Michael was talking about, like, death follows me everywhere I go. My mom died and now Charlie. That's two people in your whole life. They could, But then later on, we find out the foster dad also died, somebody she was mad about. So, OK, that that leads a little bit more to it. That could have been brought up earlier. Why was there not more stuff throughout the rest of her life? Why did a friend not take a toy when she was a young girl and she killed that person by accident? Why was there not a teacher who failed her on a test and that person was killed by accident? This could have actually been a death follows me everywhere I go with just a small writing change. We didn't even have to see that. But if there had been more stuff like that and I like it would have made so much more sense. Um, that then she could be like, death follows me everywhere I go. And I'd be like, yeah, no, you're totally right. But two people dead by the time that you're college age and the second one just happened, bitch, you're lucky. That's not a lot of people have died in your life. (laughs) Like that, that like, imagine if I was like, death follows me everywhere I go. Both my grandparents are dead. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No, uh, I, my response to that, Michelle, is uh, uh, I think definitely that that line uh, is is maybe uh, not the line they wanted to go with. Uh, but uh, consider this: uh, you're talking about how uh, how absurd a lot of this is. But are you telling me that if this girl uh, just had people like keep dying, like her mom, and then some girl that she was playing with, and then this person, maybe like a mean teacher in school? And then this foster dad, this chick is not going to make it to college before somebody figures out something's up and either locks her up or does something. In uh, every so. single one of those cases, there have been witnesses to show that she did not kill them. That wouldn't have to change. Like, she clearly did not hang up her foster father. Also, while discussing this, she the initial conversation does not bring up the foster home situation at all. That would have been a key piece of information to mention at that point. Like, oh, my foster father carved the word sorry into his stomach for me before killing himself. Like, that's a pretty good bit of evidence that death maybe does follow you and maybe this is your fault it's not a thing that uh, she mentions do you do you uh do you just go around discussing your trauma willy-nilly yeah that's how i had a (laughs) stand-up career it just dawned on me as i said it no this was you this was not you and i are not the right people to ask that i overshare (laughs) and also this is like a romantic partner that now knows a lot about her not well okay it's a will they won't they kind of situation but like this is one of her close friends her closest friend just fucking died like maybe you want to talk to somebody you know what she maybe wanted to do talk to a therapist instead of a psychic you know maybe (laughs) she had just been a little bit more mentally balanced 
And here's the thing. Maybe Michael didn't need therapy. Because Charlie said so. But hang on. Maybe Michael didn't need therapy. Maybe the puppet man would have done better with some therapy. Maybe the puppet man could have seen a therapist and been like, you're right. I don't want to kill these people. It is because of trauma in my past life. Like when somebody forced me into a coma patient and then I died and I didn't want to. And I was reborn as a child. That was very traumatic. I might have a bit of PTSD. Can you please uh, prescribe some medication to Michael so that I can I can feel a little bit better like puppet man, you know, maybe if he had just done some healing, none of this would have happened. Also, why the fuck was Michael not in therapy ever? I mean, the puppet man would have benefited from her going to a therapist after her mother was killed by her father in front of her. I think this whole thing is just the true message is that mental health is an issue in America and we need to do better. (laughs) And to that to that, you're giving one and a half skulls, Michelle. How dare you? That's a five skull message. <laughs> I can agree with the message while hating the delivery. Oh, oh! I, I, I am uh, kind of glad as, that you gave as, it five, so that as I much as I love this movie, I am also ecstatic that you did not because you have been on a tear here today. I know, uh, and but here's, here's the good thing: I would usually hold back a little bit because I feel bad, but you gave it a five, which means that I feel like I can openly dislike this because you're on the other side and that makes me feel like less bad about my opinion but i I was so frustrated i feel like at this point everybody knows you know not everything is going to work for everybody right and i think you're at least respectful in the way you present the things that didn't work for you uh, but no, I, I just I love that we get uh, it's not often uh, I mean, we do we disagree on certain things, but it's not often we disagree this strongly. Uh, yeah, and that's always that's a, always a fun. I just by the end of this movie, what I said to myself was uh, I have shouted what the fuck at my screen too many times for this to not be a five skull experience. Uh, yeah. I just I had so much goddamn fun. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's. It's not in, it's not changing anything, any games. It's like I said, it wears its influences on its sleeve. Uh, but so, you know, sometimes things work and sometimes they don't, and uh, and that's uh, uh, I feel like that's the kind of thing that hopefully drives even more people to go check this out to see if maybe uh, uh, maybe it works for them or it doesn't. Uh, I do have a bit of fun trivia, mostly for you and I, but maybe for any listeners who care. Um, This is because uh, JD a while ago had put into our spreadsheet where we keep track of scores, um, what the average rating is, even though he can do the math much faster Uh than I can, and then what the difference is uh, between our points. This is the movie we have disagreed the most on. Nice. The second uh, place one would have been your favorite movie that you gave a 0.5 to the room. <laughs> that was our last movie that we disagreed this that was, intensely. That on. was also what our third episode? <laughs> 40th. The but room? Yeah, it feels like the third. The room? Yeah. What's we were the, just, what's oh, the... wait. Well, hang on. It came out in Spooktober, so we probably recorded it earlier. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and it wasn't technically feel... the. 40th, I feel but, like oh my god! I we feel like any of the scores that I gave to anything in the first three to six months of this show just look. 
None of my scores can be taken seriously, guys. I reserve the right to modify my score on any movie at any time. Except The Room, which he does openly despise, and he has told me he hates anybody involved in that production. He's like, man, they should be removed from Hollywood, forcefully taken out of any production. I am pretty sure I never said any such thing, Michelle. I guess not, but like as far as they're concerned, <laughs> yes, he did. He told me that any job they do going forward, there should be a a form that says, "Have you ever worked on the room, the Shutter exclusive or original?" If they say yes, they're fired immediately and banned from the premises. This is exactly what JD said, word for word. I'm definitely not lying. Don't you have a Jason Horhees uh, routine to prepare? <laughs> I do. I haven't packed yet. It's a problem. I've only managed to paint my nails today. I've done no other prep work. And so, uh, guys, not only is Michelle uh, going to do a burlesque performance tonight, she's also going to a wedding tonight. Is that correct? Yeah, like a pseudo wedding. Oh, they're God. they're eloping. Uh, so, and it's a costume party, so I have to wear a costume to that. Then I'm hosting the Are you going to just show. wear Jason Horhees to the wedding costume party? <laughs> I really debated it, but I don't want people to see it That's until fair. I come out That's on stage. Fair. Uh, for people not familiar with my burlesque, uh, my favorite reaction ever, because I like to just be very weird. I don't go out there and be sexy. I know what I am. I am a bizarre creature. Stop and it. people like to leer at me. No, I mean, you are a bizarre uh, creature. Not my You're burlesque. not wrong. You're, yeah. But that's what my we love favorite, about you. <laughs> my favorite routine of all time is my ghost routine, where I put two sheets on top of my head. I cut out eyes. I came out like a big old fashioned ghost. Somebody in the front row went, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was great. And yes. at the end of that routine, I turn with my back to the audience. I let them see that I'm lifting up the sheet and they're like, oh man, we're going to see the front. And I turn around. No second sheet just with holes cut out for pasties. It's <laughs> my favorite routine. I do not do things traditionally. That is my favorite routine. Oh my routine, God, that's so phenomenal. goddamn sweaty. That is so yeah. fantastic. No, exactly. I do that kind of thing. So uh, I wonderful. just like to be shocked. <laughs> I, look, I want people to go, what the fuck? That is, look, that, that, that is a reaction I will lovingly accept every time. Yeah. Is, uh, what the exactly. fuck? Exactly. Somebody goes, what the fuck to anything I've done? I've done it correctly. Exactly. Oh, anything else we okay. have to say about the pupit man, Michelle? Uh, happy Friday the 13th to, uh, those movies that I didn't like very much except for Jason X and Freddy versus Jason. But, like, <laughs> thank you for, for doing the stuff that you did for horror. I respect it and I will be doing a tribute to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I got nothing else. I don't have anything else either. We're recording this way earlier okay. than we normally do and it actually went really well. I thought this was pretty solid. Yeah, I had a lot of coffee. Can you tell? Big, uh, I was in a bad, feisty mood and then I got caffeinated. Uh, there is actually... Uh, one, I'm glad we, we took a moment here. One other thing I wanted to say, I just want to shout out literally everybody who's listening. Uh, this is our second uh, Spooktober uh, new episodes dropping every day all month long. Uh, and uh, frankly, our numbers uh, are kicking ass this month. Uh, you guys are sticking with Don't us. Don't tell them the actual numbers because they are still very low, but they're big <laughs> no. numbers for us. Uh, I am, I am, our numbers are humble, but we're proud of what we've done. Uh, and yeah, I just, uh, fun. uh, I, uh, uh, we, we are, we have had 
our uh, our best uh, uh, day one downloads for a new episode ever. We've had our best uh, day seven total downloads for a new episode ever. We've had our best single week. Our, our statistical weeks run from Friday through Thursday because our show started on a Friday. We've had our best single week ever, and we are on par to or on track to have our best month ever. Uh, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen uh, and, and putting up with our, our, our jibber-jabber and our nonsense. We love you. I also love you, listener, but I do need you to note that J.D. likes data. Can you tell? <laughs> um, he, he really likes those numbers. On my hand, I'm like, we got one four-star review. I'm happy. Yeah, guys, there's a lot of you out there. We, uh, we, we had our most... Uh, unique individual listeners on a single day uh, this month. Could you please leave us a rating and a review somewhere? You'd... Only if you like please, us. Please, please. What I like more is talking to people on Facebook and Instagram. I've talked to so many people. I know our devout listeners by name now. I I won't mention them just in case they're like weird about well, we, it. We, but like the coolest thing ever names? was... Well, uh, oh God, because then I'm going to forget Shout out somebody, Sam. though. Yeah, I know Sam. Yeah. And there's a John. Yeah. And there's uh, I, uh, the Mucking Foron, whose actual name I always forget. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of you. Uh, our initial UK listener, uh, Alex. Alex! Like, I, I know most of you. I do not forget you. The coolest thing happened yesterday where one of you, uh, the same guy who I had shout out in a previous episode, put a screenshot and said, one of my favorite podcasts mentioned me. I went, it's so cool that people get excited that we mention them. And then I get to be excited that they're excited that it's we mention them. It's also pretty cool. Cool I love this endless cycle. Literally anybody on the planet uh, includes us uh, amongst their favorite podcasts. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Even I don't. No, I'm kidding. I only listen to five podcasts, so it's got to be top five. At oh, least. Jesus. Only five? Man, you got uh, you got yeah. some work to do. Too much content. Michelle. I got movies to watch. <laughs> That's fair. I got movies to watch. All right. Well, I uh, go uh, go get your whorehees on. Go get. Well, I, 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 maybe yeah. I'm just artificially extending this, but did you say what your other costs? Costume is gonna be for the wedding party. Uh, I think I'm just gonna wear a onesie because there is going to be so much like fishnet and high heels and <laughs> everything else involved tonight that I kind of just want to be comfy and enjoy my friend's day. Is it just is it gonna be a onesie or is it gonna be a kigurumi? Uh, probably a kigurumi, an owl kigurumi Ooh, specifically. Nice. Yeah. I need to get me one so of those one of these days. That's dope. They're so fucking comfy. That's pretty rad. Highly recommend. Shout out to kigurumi. Shout out, hey, somebody at a kigurumi, if you're listening, because we know you are. Hook us up. Anyway, say good night, Michelle. <laughs> good night, Michelle. Good afternoon, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. 
Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at WeWatchShutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.